White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. That is Lawrence spelled backwards. And Chris Tanhill is at Chris Tanhill. The show is at Locked On Sox Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. Go and subscribe. Maybe you can win a Locked On Sox prize pack. 312-566-8727 is the way you can leave a voice message or locked on socks at gmail.com for your emails. Without any further ado, it is Chris. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'll tell you in just a second here, but we are brought to you today by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. Uh, I want to apologize for the tardiness this evening. I've been helping out our guy Jason Goff with his new show on The Ringer called The Full Go. Mm -hmm. So I just wrapped up a recording session with him. So subscribe to that. He's got a great interview with Jason Benetti that should be up there. Well, I should say it should be up there now, but uh, that's kind of why we're late because my computer decided to crap out. So who knows? We may post before that does, but that'll be up there later today. It was really insightful stuff with Jason, uh, with the two Jasons, uh, Jason Goff and Jason Benetti on the Full Go podcast. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but also, it was kind of a rough day today, Herb, for me. And as everyone knows, I'm a huge Norm McDonald fan. And so today was a particularly tough day uh, for me, you know, losing people in the public eyes, uh, never a, a new concept, but some people just to hit a little differently for, for others. And Norm is certainly one of my guys uh, since the first time I saw him, like 1993-ish on Comedy Central. I think it was in the show The A-List uh, where he was doing a stand-up set there. And then you go from that to his classic spots on Howard Stern and Conan and pretty much every talk show he's ever done. Letterman, you know, being Letterman's final guest and just bringing it every single time uh, and just being possibly the funniest man on earth, in my opinion. And uh, of course, his roast of Bob Saget, one hmm. of my favorite things in the world, yeah. uh, which we still quote all the time. And the the spots he did with Dennis Miller on the radio, just it's really good stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of people that thought about me today and uh, such a rough day. I was actually texting with Benetti earlier today before the game, and uh, he texted me talking about Norm. And I think he's going to share a story about Norm uh, on the score later on today, hopefully, if we get there. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a tough day for me. But uh, enough about that. Um, we got a game to break down here, unless you want to share something about Norm. You don't have to, but I uh, no, just appreciate you said, yeah, said enough. Pretty- it was all good. I, I enjoyed Norm, too, but I know you were a big, huge supporter of his, and you thought he was one of the funniest people on the face of the earth, and I could not agree more, but I did not get into Norm as much as you did. But, yeah, the stuff that I did like of his, like you said, I mean, that roast of Bob Saget <laughs> just I mean, if you haven't seen it, folks, go and check it out. Same yeah. thing with Dirty Work. I mean, the Dirty Work thing that I like the most is the thing that he doesn't talk. Him and Artie Lang are just holding fish after a scene. <laughs> I laughed at that I'm laughing, all about the it. time. Yeah. 
um, yeah, I mean, just it's ridiculous. And the, the Bob Saget roast, if you don't know what he did, like Norm McDonald was just fearless. And, uh, you know, as I said earlier today, being fearless as a comedian is not going up there and, and, and saying something provocative and knowing you may end up, uh, you know, quote unquote, getting canceled or you may end up on a blog somewhere or your stuff may end up in print and it may offend some people. Being fearless as a comedian is going up there sometimes without a plan or going up there and doing something totally unconventional and having the balls to do it and, and, and the balls to follow through with it and know you're the funniest person in the room. And now a lot of times with Norm, that bought him a lot of equity uh, because he was a comedian's comedian. And, and most comedians will tell you he was their favorite. And when you can make, you know, your peers respect you at, at such a high level. And, you know, he certainly was not a, a every year touring comedian like some other guys out there. So I didn't often talk about him in that same regard as a guy who was out there touring and doing new stand-up specials every year. But this guy, was as funny as they come and he's sort of on his own level here so uh he will be missed and if if you are not a fan or just not familiar um uh, take it take it from us here go go look at some of these uh, clips out there on youtube uh there's certainly uh, no shortage of them i saw you you uh posted the video of, of conan with those at courtney thorne smith mm-hmm. i was watching that during the game tonight laughing my ass off uh talking about uh, the movie that she was promoting and, and carrot top and what is it called box office poison um it makes me <laughs> laugh every time um it's just such great stuff but uh real quick before we get into the game just a reminder friendly reminder don't forget to check us out saturday folks September 18th, this Saturday, we're going to be doing a live show with our buddies from the 108 at Ballpark Pub, 514 West Pershing Road, just blocked from the ballpark at Pershing, just east of Halstead. We've got a 5 p.m. taping. Stay for that. And then stay for us watching the White Sox versus Rangers, who as the Sox could be in a clinching scenario uh, by that point because the magic number has dwindled down to just seven a magic number here so that that should be fun and uh, we're gonna have fun with our guys from the 108 uh, of course mr L- delicious the socks math winner again tonight how about that somebody was uh watching at the ballpark or on uh high speed uh probably xfinity yeah you know? <laughs> i i answered that question right myself and i of course i'm on youtube tv so it's like 78 minutes late and so, yeah, I didn't get to be the video guy. I don't even know if I would want it. I just knew the answer was one that today. So, yeah, <laughs> B-Flow's going to do a good job. I hope he has some clothes on this time, not in the water. Yeah, yeah. And on Saturday, too, especially. I was going to say, yeah, we'll be out in public. So I think, you know, I, I think Ballpark Pub requires at the bare minimum uh, uh, pants to be worn. So we'll see about that. And, of course, my sock summer will be there. And we're going to have a good-ass time, man. I'm looking forward to that on Saturday night. Um, but there is some news items here before we get into the game itself here. White Sox victorious over the Angels last night. A uh, bunch of roster moves here, Herb. Mm-hmm. You saw Tim Anderson out there. He's back from the 10-day IL. Lucas Giolito was reinstated from the 10-day IL. Zach Collins was recalled from Charlotte. And then the option, Sebi. Um, what did you make of that move? Was this Is this sort of, do you think, is this Zach Collins' last stand here? Um, you know, obviously, you know, neither of them has really grabbed that brass ring. But I think, you know, when you talk about the number one pick and Zach Collins, this just seems like, okay, kid, uh, you know, you, you, we gave Sebi a shot here. And now uh, Zach Collins is back. What did you make of, the, of that move there? Some people were speculating it saves an option year uh, for, I'm, I think, for Zach Collins. Like it, it preserves it. 
by bringing him up at this time. I don't know the the machinations of that whole thing with, you know, the CBA and all that stuff. So I won't go too much into it, but they're both below average backup catchers. I looked on fan graphs, both uh, under for war uh, replacement level catcher. And so me, I'm just thinking the left handedness is what they want. Maybe left-handed power, but they already got that Kevin <laughs> oh, Sheets. Oh, they got us. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's like Zach Collins. I guess he gives you more on base. His through the three true outcomes are definitely definitely a thing with walking, hitting, or hitting a home run, a walking, striking out, or hitting a home run. Um, so maybe that's the thing. Maybe he found something out in Charlotte. The magical waters of Charlotte has fixed him like they fixed <laughs> Reynaldo Lopez. So, oh, I don't boy. Know. Yeah, I, I think they're just, you know, giving their number one pick one last shot to, to do something here. But I think there is some something to be said about the 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 roster moves and, and you know, option years and all that stuff. But again, oh, that's we're we're way too dumb to uh, to break it down in, in those terms. But uh, other roster moves, Andrew Vaughn of. Guy from the Crossroads video came to visit Andrew Vaughn. Uh, he's uh, on the 10-day injured list, retroactive to September 10th. He's got some lower back inflammation. Uh, Danny Mendick is back down to Charlotte. And also, and then after that, even they have this nice little press release drawn out, the graphic on social media. And then Crossroads guy came for my guy, Tempura. I don't have mm. my drop machine here, but uh, Ryan Tepera is on the 10-day IL, retroactive to September 11th with a right index finger laceration. And uh, the, Jace Fry was recalled, and he had himself a nice night here tonight. But, yeah, man, so th- this is pretty clear what they're doing here. You know, these injuries are not serious injuries. Uh, lower back, who knows? Maybe it has been barking a little bit at him, but that's like an easy thing, the way they, pr- they phrase it here with Andrew Vaughn. When you talk about inflammation, uh, you know, that's something that you could probably, hit, you know, prove uh, on a medical report but he had been struggling and maybe he had been struggling because of the injury but above all i think they just wanted to give him a breather because they're going to need him uh, even though Eloy's trying to take his job there in left field and also and tapera has been pitching a lot lately and he's been so good i think they're just airing on the side of caution they want to give him one last breather before they they are going to rely on him in the postseason uh, you pretty much uh, in lockstep with me on that one yeah it just seems like i don't know if Ryan Tepera actually has a laceration on his finger, <laughs> but it makes sense. Whatever. Put a bandage on. It looks good. Get a little rest. As you said, he's been pitching a lot with the Cubs and the White Sox, especially lately with the White Sox. And so maybe you could slow him down a little bit more. Get some innings up for Chase Fry, who they need some lefties up there to give a little bit more rest to Aaron Bummer and to Gavin, uh, Gavin, uh, Garrett Crochet. So it's a little bit of win-win right there. You give Jace the experience of September baseball. You give a rest to Ryan Tapera, also to Andrew Vaughn, and a hot-hitting Larry Garcia gets to stay up there in the lineup. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the game here. After a quick timeout, we'll talk about Lucas Giolito's return, Tim Anderson, Shohei Otani's in town. We'll get to all that next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Herb and I will be hosting a Locked on White Sox room soon. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation as you listen to us every day. 
Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with us and may even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on White Sox podcast through our Green Room conversations. So go download the Green Room app now for free. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and sports. I can't wait to join you guys on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Lockdown White Sox squad is ready. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Locked on White Sox is also brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again, folks, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half a million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. They're all open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. That's where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th during the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. The dog days of August may be behind us, and the Sox certainly have some work to do here, but let's face it, folks. Big lead in the AL Central. You want to have something interesting to put your money on every night. Make things a little more fun with the White Sox. Go to Bet Online for all your latest odds on the Sox. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sportsbook, your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget our promo code locked on at Bet Online. That's promo code locked on at Bet Online. Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. I knew today was going to be a good day. Uh, there's a song in there, friends. Yeah, uh, for Lucas Giolito. When I was driving down uh, Grand today on Grand Avenue uh, by Whole Foods there, Mm-hmm. And there was a, a young gentleman uh, in a throwback Lucas Giolito jersey. And uh, I'm speculating. It looked like it was his brother, Casey. It looked like Casey Giolito was on his way to catch an Uber to see his brother pitch last night. So that's how I, you know, I forgot who the probables were. But when I saw Casey Giolito out there, uh, I knew he was on the way to the yard to see his brother. So uh, that, that was funny. It was a, a Casey Giolito sighting on the way home last night. But Lucas uh, returning from the IL and la- we hadn't seen him since I believe it was August 31st first was his last appearance mm-hmm. and he's finally back off the IL and uh, you know, he looked pretty damn good tonight. Lucas Giolito here uh, ends up, you know, not staying too long in this ball game. He was right around the 80 pitch mark. Uh, he goes four innings, three hits, three runs. They were earned uh, two walks and eight punch outs for old Lucas. What'd you make of Lucas's outing uh, off the IL? Herb? Same, I think, what we saw from Carlos Rodon. He looked crisp at points, also looked off, and that's to be understood because of being off for, what, two, three weeks uh, with the uh, injury that he has, um, and an injury that he didn't want to go on the IL for. 
and, and mind you, but the eight right. strikeouts are very, very encouraging to see. Uh, working his fastball out there, uh, 96, 97 mile per hour fastball, changeup, high changeup was back, sometimes to his detriment, a home run off a changeup. I think that Goslin hit one and it was rocketed out of the ballpark. And Eloy tried to rob that one, even though it's four <laughs> throws deep on that one. But for the most part, positive, but also just trying to get him some innings, you know, just going four innings. It was good to see Tony saying, you know, I see that he doesn't have any more in that after the fourth inning, I'm going to go and go and get him because we need him to end on a good note. And then brought in Mike Wright, who tried to walk the yard and give the game back. But yeah, Lucas had a, I would say, average to below average start for me, which we don't need him to have a great start just to go out there and get some work in right now. That's, I think, was the main focus of his outing tonight yourself. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I thought he was pretty good, uh, actually. All things considered, it's been so long since he's been out there, especially early. I expected him to get into a lot more trouble than he did early on in the game. Um, but, you know, I know he, he gave up the the home run to Walsh there, and uh, that was just a good piece of hitting by the by the. Uh, by Walsh just kind of getting out and around uh, on, on a pitch off his front foot there and hooking it out into the right field uh, stands there. But other than that, I thought you know, the fastball was pretty crisp and pretty lively. Uh, changeup was good. I, obviously, he did not have total con- command of that slider, I think, last night, which has been the, the real uh, equalizer, the X factor, if you will, for Lucas Giolito's resurgence. And mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, ever since the Josh Donaldson incident, like, you know, finding that slider has been so huge for him. And obviously, he didn't have the feel for that, which which will come in due time. But I, I thought he was uh, pretty good. And the fact that uh, they didn't keep him out there too long, I thought that was pretty uh, encouraging. And you just wanted to see that he's alive and well. And it certainly seems like the the uh, the hamstring wasn't a bother to him and uh, nothing else seemed to, to uh, affect his, his outing. So they did, you know, Shohei Otani's in town and the White Sox held him down here. And he's been struggling a bit lately. Herbie. I, I think they said on the broadcast, he's hitting around 200 in his last uh, you know, uh, 60 at bats or something like that. And he did not look particularly good. And we had been talking this up all week, uh, going back to last week about, Hey, get your ass down to the ballpark and see Shohei Otani this year. And, uh, you know, I hope you didn't pay an arm and a leg to see Shohei Otani up close because, uh, you know, uh, he did not look particularly good last night. He, he ends up going, uh, what is it? The 0 for four with a walk. Lucas strikes him out in the first at bat and he aces him with that fastball in the inside mm-hmm. corner. A nice frame job there by, by Yaz. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the Yasmani Grandal difference there, Herb. Um, he walks in this third at bat and then he gets a little dose of Aaron Bummer, who looks like he's uh, back to the old Aaron Bummer and uh, he gets the one pitch ground out there. And then uh, Jace Fry comes in the ball game and makes Shohei Otani. He makes the American League MVP just look silly there. Uh, that's how you know Shohei's really struggling there. I know it's the first time he had faced Jace Fry, but uh, he did not look good. Uh, but he will pitch Thursday. So if you are looking to, to go out there and see him pitch, it looks like he's slated to go Thursday during the day game. So uh, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty cool stuff. You get a chance to get out there. We're going to be out there later on tonight, I think. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's probably going to kill the Sox tonight. But uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed in what we saw from Shohei Otani. But I think it's, uh, it evens out because after what he did to the Sox in that first series of the year. Yeah, exactly. I hope when we go out there later on today, he continues on his bad playing (laughs) because he can explode at any time. And they were talking today on the broadcast about 
the sound that the bat made at the ESPN, what the Sunday night game. No, that was piped in. There, there was nothing. Every single hit was like a shot out of a cannon. So do we do I, we make fun of that in that first game? Did I play yes. like shotgun blast on us? Yeah, I thought yes. So. <laughs> it sounds like that. And Jason, I know Jason's the ESPN guy, so he's trying yeah. to save his people. But no, they piped in sound for that, and I don't want to <laughs> see that tomorrow when I or later on today when we go to the game because I am tired of us getting killed by a guy that we know that is the only guy in the lineup that can beat us. So yeah, he's struggling, but let's also understand that he's got 44 home runs and about a six, what six fifteen slugging percentage. And he's probably going to be the MVP. So let's calm down uh, and make sure that we put him on base. If there's a base open to be put on. Absolutely. Uh, Tim Anderson made his return to the White Sox lineup. Uh, what did you think of uh, Tim's evening here? A little, a bit of a, a mixed bag here. He ends up going just one for five, uh, but it was overall, it was just, it was good to see him back out there a little bit. Uh, hit the ball, you know, a couple of ground balls, fielder's choice, a ground out, struck out twice, left two men on base. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not, I don't care too much about, uh, you know, the, the, the specific results, but it was just good to see him back out there. Yeah, it's first the bad for it's Packy Naughton. Didn't look, that, yeah, didn't look that great and he was i think he was trying too much coming off the il he wanted and, to go deep on pitch one. Oh, oh yeah he did <laughs> and this is understandable he's the guy that wants to give his all while he's out there and he probably told somebody hey man i'm taking packy deep pitch one um but he didn't look good in that bad i think later on he struck out versus either wants or tyler but Overall, coming back, he you know booted that ball. Um, I think I forgot what inning it was, but Rust, he'll be fine. Just get him out there, get him the representative amount of bats for him to feel good, get his rhythm back. What well, we got 18, 19 games left. I think he'll have plenty of time to do that. And I hope he's in the lineup when we get, go after the game later on today because. That's one of the guys that I love to love to see in person. And when he was out, you yeah. know, just the White Sox lineup always struggles. This is a what second time they've had their top six back in the lineup together. The first time they scored a bunch of runs and this time they scored uh, nine runs. So it's good to have your top guys back out there in full strength going to the playoffs. Well, I hate to break it to you, Tony, Coach Tony, uh, announced, and sorry to our voicemailers, 312-566-8727. I don't have access to the voicemail right now because I'm doing the show on my phone here as my computer is uh, preparing to be thrown out the window. But Coach Tony says uh, that they're going to alternate days for TA. So TA is going to have an off day later on today. I know. Damn it, Coach Tony, you ruin everything. Uh, So, you know, but it's all under the guise of uh, keeping these guys fresh here. Uh, Guys, uh, that do look pretty fresh here and guys that are, are certainly carrying their, 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 their momentum uh, towards October here and not, not missing a beat. Luis Robert, that bomb he hit Lou Bob in this game. Mm. Yeah. Just impressive, impressive that he's keeping this going. He ends up going uh, two for three, three runs scored uh, and that big blast there early on to, to sort of, uh, yeah, to, to knock this game up. And uh, it was, it was, it was a majestic blast as uh, John Gruden would say it was, but it's good to see Luis Robert. Here we are, man, September 15th. And Luis Robert is still like, he's, he's, his OBP uh, on the season, it, you know, his, his OPS, I should say, uh, is the 945 OPS, a guy that, 
you know, missed a lot of time due to injury, but he really, uh, he hasn't bounced back. He hasn't regressed since coming off the IL and he's looked pretty damn good pretty much ever since uh, he, he came back. Yeah. And it's not the full season that uh, everybody was expecting, but he's what 200 at bats into the year. And he's like a 350 uh, uh, average. He's got a 945 tied with Yasmani Grandal of OPS. The guy is just crushing. Once that ball hit the bat and it was such a smooth swing too. Like he didn't, do too much with it, but it looks like fluid. I know he's trying hard and it looks fluid and he crushed that ball. I knew it immediately when it hit the bat. I was like, ah, oh, here we go. Let's go. The man <laughs> just is like we talked the other day. His potential is limitless. He can be the best player in baseball. This is his second year of playing baseball. Actually, only his first full year and he didn't even play a full year. So like next year, like the potential. I'm just thinking about how great this guy was. And wasn't he betting like six today? Like, that's the thing. <laughs> like, that's how great this lineup is. One of your best hitters who was hitting lead off the other day when Tim was out. And probably when we go to the ballpark today, he'll be hitting lead off again is hitting six because that lineup is that stacked. Yeah, this is one of those games that, that you dream about during the, the days of the rebuild where you, you've got a, a, a team in town that's not so great. The, the ball is jumping out of the ballpark. It's, an, it's a nice night down there at the, at the ballpark, and all of a sudden you're able to put nine runs up on your opponent. And it was, uh, you know, there was times where it got pretty tight there in the fourth inning or so, but the Sox able to, to give themselves a little distance there. A little scary moment with Lou Bob getting hit and Coach mm-hmm. Tony. To Coach Tony coming and running out, and then Abreu got hit later on as well. Um, you, you know, uh, hide your wife, hide your kids when uh, when Ortega's out there because he was just all over the place uh, with, with his control there. But that was scary stuff, man. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that uh, you know you never want to have happen to a young player uh, because they all of a sudden they can get a little tentative in the box there. But that was a scary moment there with Luis Robert getting hit uh, off the helmet there. You know, it just it goes to show you how. Uh, you know, a very thin line in this game uh, b- between uh, something that you're, you could be nearly disastrous and then something that you're like, okay, you take a, a deep breath there and everything's all good. But uh, uh, glad Luis Roberts doing all right there. He did have that really hard hit double on in the, his second at bat where, uh, you know, Steve Stone said it as I was typing it in my notes. You know, this guy, he just hit the ball too hard. He wasn't able to score the run on that play. He's got, got to be better than that. He's got to, got to hit it even harder through the wall or not hard enough. So that's how uh, that's how hot Luis Robert is right now. Um, other things uh, from this game, Gavin Sheets continuing uh, his, his presence from the left side, making his case, I think, to be on this postseason roster. And we'll do that show a little bit later on. But he nearly hits for the cycle. He goes three for four, two runs scored four runs driven in and uh, one of my favorite home runs uh, all year. Uh, Gavin Sheets going deep in that one, uh, 109.5 off the bat, 447 feet out there in right field. That these, these, those two home runs tonight, Luis Robert and Gavin Sheets, those were just awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. No doubters. And the Gavin Sheets ascension from where he was at the beginning of the year. And where we didn't talk about Gavin Sheets cause he was off the radar. Like, a whole year off not playing because of COVID last year. And then, you know, really a middling prospect. No one really was checking for him, but had a great year in AAA. And when he came up to the majors, it was awesome too. Then got sent back down and did his thing down in AAA. And he's continuing to 
come up here and impress me. I did not expect this from Gavin Sheets this year, and he's 100% for me on the playoff roster. The ALDS, he's on the roster. That lefty power, you're going to need to have it. And if the White Sox are going to go forward this year with, like, I don't know if they're going to play Luis or are they going to play Lurie or they're going to play Andrew Vaughn in right field, I would love to have Gavin Sheets as the designated hitter, if if nothing else, because that lefty power, especially low in the lineup, is valuable. And how about uh, the gold glove caliber defensive play by Eloy out there in left field? <laughs> um, you know, I was irate uh, as it was happening. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was a it was a great play, um, and I certainly enjoyed the bullpen and their reaction to it. That was one of my favorite things of the night. Just seeing them just go 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 crazy uh, as as Eloy's laying on the on the ground, and there was a second there where you know Benetti said, "And he's okay." It reminded me of, of Wayne's World uh, when uh, when the ex girlfriend rides her bike into the parked car, and she's okay. Um, he throws up the peace sign there but uh, you know too many scary moments in this one and it's cute and all but uh, we you know that's that's exactly the situation that we talk about and I know he's trying to make a play for his pitcher who's off the IL and Giolito seemed appreciative but that seemed like an unnecessary risk right there for Eloy to take yeah it's uh what is it uh, major league two where Lou Brown <laughs> says to uh Willie Mays Hayes great catch don't ever fucking do it again <laughs> Yes, I tweeted that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought about. Like, everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, cool. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Stop doing that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we don't need that. Oh, and he, and he stayed on the ground. You know him. He stayed on the ground extra to build up that drama. He's like, I'm okay, guys, and gave up the peace sign. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, don't ever do it again. I'm I'm good. Like, and people are like, well, it would have led to an extra base hit. Like, fine. Right. Better than him being on the shelf forever. Yes, he made the catch. Congratulations. But I don't want the man on the shelf. So great catch. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So Yohan Moncada continues to see the ball pretty well, gets himself another another hit tonight. And uh, yeah, man, Leury, uh, look for that power stroke, trying to take it out to center field once again. But Leury gets two more hits. Leury's going to get a heavy dose of playing time again, as he always does, as TA is alternating on the off days here. But uh, uh, anything else on your notepad here before we move on and preview tomorrow's show? Um, no, I just think that. Uh... It's very sad sometimes where pitchers come in, and I know they're not trying, but we had multiple incidents of this where Mike Wright had a four-run lead, and I think uh, Ryan Burr had like a six-run lead, and they're just walking the yard. Yeah. Like, I know they're not trying to do this, but something needs to know. They need to know, like, hey, let this dude hit the ball as far as he can. To walk a guy in front of Shohei and then walk Shohei and then walk the next guy, not acceptable. He got out of that jam that he made himself, but I would like just more focus, more uh, accountability for themselves. Just know that, hey, this is a four run lead. If I give up a run here by somebody hitting a long home run, that's better than me giving this team oxygen by walking the the yard where the three runs or the three walks that Mike Wright did or the two that Ryan Burr did. Absolutely. And I wonder how much of it, too, is like trying to be 
pinpoint out there because the way the ball, the ball was getting in the air and it was most likely going to be out. So I wonder as a pitcher, what that mindset is like when you know it's a lively night at the ballpark, uh, not making excuses here, but yeah, that's something you, you can't happen because you really can't have it happen when you put the free runners on base and then someone takes you deep and all of a sudden, you know, all, you, all the, the hard work that you did to get a lead is all of a sudden evaporated in a second here. So we'll preview tomorrow's show when we come back next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. Don't you love freedom of choice? That's what we love about this country, right? Well, it's no different at BuiltBar.com. They have so many different delicious flavors for you to try. There's something for everyone. Every Built Bar fan that I know, they've got their different favorite flavors. I have mine. Herb has his. Mine, of course, German chocolate. Thankfully, I still have a surplus here from the last time I ordered them. I'm down about 25 pounds now. Thanks to our friends at Built Bar. I've been replacing a lot of those bad sugary snacks with Built Bars, and it's made all the difference. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and of course, German chocolate. So if you haven't tried all these great flavors, great way to get introduced to something new is mix it in. Get a mixed box of Built Bars. That way you can try something new along with the flavors that you already love. So when you get the mixed box, you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And best of all, they're not only delicious, they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein in each bar calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and just four to five grams of net carbs per built bar all delicious all good for you order today built bar the official protein bar of u.s track and field go to builtbar.com and use our promo code lock 15 and that's going to get you 15 percent off your next order at builtbar.com this episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at DirecTV. Welcome aboard, DirecTV. Does this sound familiar to you guys out there? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff, right? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally Get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Direct TV, get your TV together compatible device required content varies by package all right her something by the name of jansen junk is on the bump for the angels tonight he's 0-1 with the 2-4-5 uh, and Dallas Keuchel. Oh, we got a Keuchel game here, yeah. Herb. Uh, eight and nine with a 533 earn run average. Oh, God, 533 earn run average for Dallas Keuchel. Uh, but we're going to be uh, at the game tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. And we said it last time, but this probably will be my last regular season game of the year, I would think. Uh, you never know, but I'm looking forward to getting out there. Should be another beautiful night. And that means, because you and I are going to the game together, that means post-game recap from my Honda CRV. So, uh, you know, if you enjoyed that show, and oh boy, how could you not? <laughs> we'll be doing that again after the show because it is uh, the easiest way to do that. It's fresh in our mind. I, we had talked about maybe doing it on location at Kimski down there on 31st, just uh, west of Halstead. But uh, I, it says on their, their website they close at 10. I, I could have sworn we've gone there later in, in, in uh, 
previous years, but we'll see. Maybe they'll they'll stay open late for us, and we can do a post game recap at Kimski, one of my favorite spots, or uh, the adjacent pizza, fried chicken, and ice cream. But I'm looking forward to getting out there with you, and looking forward to doing the recap uh, on location tomorrow. I'm in for it, and I cannot wait to have a a beer, a brat for the last time of the regular season because I probably am not going to go to any more games. No, I'm going to the October 3rd game, uh, the last game of the year, so I'll be going to that one and then, of course, the playoffs. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to being with you. I'm on the lower deck tomorrow, so I got 159. I actually have tickets up there in my 531s, but I'm not going to use those, so I might give those away to one of you guys. If you want it, send me a DM. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you if you're going to go to the game. Okay. All right. That, that sounds fair. So, uh, yeah, just come see us on Saturday. I'm going to keep mentioning that that's a ballpark pub. And, uh, that's all I got today, Herb. Thank you to everyone. And sorry, if you're one of the, a third shifter and you listen to our show, right. When it, uh, right. When it posts at midnight, uh, sorry, we're late tonight, but, uh, just remember I'm, I'm up late here and I'm trying my best and I got to still take my daughter to school right now. It's exactly six hours from now. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a long night for me of editing. So yeah, well, thank you for your patience and, uh, certainly not ideal, but we love you guys. And, uh, that's all I got tonight or today, excuse me, <laughs> better get the coffee going. Jesus Christ. That is Chris Tannehill at Chris Tannehill, me, Herb Lawrence, Eckner, Wall 23, and our show is at Locked On Socks. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Hopefully see you at the ballpark later on. We're Locked On Socks.